Welcome to season two of the Small Town Big Dreams podcast. Hi, I'm Becky Waples, and this is the podcast that celebrates small town creators and shares their stories. Each week, we dive into each creator's journey, from their background to where they found their courage, from their challenges to their wins, where they found their inspiration to how they took their first step. I cannot wait to chat, laugh, and inspire the next small town creator with each of my guests. If you are inspired by small town creators who turn their big dreams into reality, then this is the podcast for you. Please rate and subscribe to all upcoming episodes. Please follow on Instagram and Facebook and always feel free to leave a message or comment to let me know what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from. This little passion project is turning into quite the adventure and I'm so glad you've come along for the ride. Thank you from the bottom of this small town creator's big heart. Let's grow together. All right, let's get started. Okay, so Leah, thank you for joining me again today. This is exciting. Should I stay where you are right now, or do you want to tell us where you are right now? Yeah, I am currently in Nassara in uh, Costa Rica, and I've been here for the last three weeks. And I have been absolutely loving it. Did a solo trip for one month. Have you ever done a solo trip before? No, this is the first time, so... I, uh, yeah, I pulled the trigger on something scary and uncomfortable, and it's just been the most amazing experience. That's awesome. I reached out to you today to come because I've already interviewed you before, but this is our second time interviewing you, and I don't really have a name for it yet, but I wanted to start a a little mini series on why investing in your health is also investing in your business, like in your small business or investing um, and how wealth creates wealth. Um, so that's why I invited you back today. Yeah, I think that's awesome because it's uh, it's so true. And like, I actually see that. I see that in uh, in women that I work with. They like they say things like my health is my wealth. But I mean, when I'm investing in my health, investing in myself, it's like a representation of that uh, relationship with myself. And then I am like, you know, being better in business and like making like making more money. It's this like byproduct of investing in yourself. So it's really cool. Like really, really cool. Before we get into what you have created in March, because I'm going to post this before it's created. I want to know what does health and wealth wellness mean to you and how investing in our health can it help our wealth? Yeah, I know what you mean. So part one, part one of that question is what does health and wealth mean to me? I mean, Health has definitely, my definition of health has evolved over time. And to me now where I am in, uh, in my life, health means, health means strength, vibrance. It means having confidence in my body to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Health is that sense of pride and confidence and comfort, comfort in my skin. And, you know, to me, health is wealth, you know, on a, on a level, health is wealth. Um, I find that, you know, living in a healthy, able body, I'm able to experience more, get out of, um, you know, just get more out of life and wealth as well. I mean, to me, wealth is well, his abundance, it doesn't have to be just financials, um, but wealth to me is abundance. Uh, wealth is abundant relationships. And I'm not talking quantity. I'm talking quality, quality relationships with people. And wealth to me is really 
knowing who you are and knowing your really understanding what drives you. I find wealth is that relationship with yourself um, and also honoring that, honoring your relationship with uh, with yourself. Wealth to me is also financial, right? And I mean, I've personally seen this in myself and a lot of my clients, but when you invest in yourself and your health, it has a, it has an effect on how you show up in your business. It has an effect on your energy. It has an effect on the uh, attraction, right? It's like the law of attraction. And when you can show up, because I find that when you invest in yourself, it's almost like a representation of the relationship that you have with yourself. You know, you're making good choices around your food, around your fitness. I mean, it's not about the food and the fitness. It's about how you value yourself. It's a representation of of your relationship with yourself. And when women start to value themselves again and prioritize themselves and make the choices that serve their body, like, holy shit, like, look out. Like, it takes them to the next level. And wealth grows as well. It's like this indirect byproduct. You make more money in your business when you just glow and you shine and people just come to you like they want what you are. They want what you're selling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like what you said. When you have invested in your wealth, you have caused your body to do different things. And I, I totally agree with that. Um, When you invest in your health, I think it it boosts your self-esteem. You're willing to take different risks. I think when you invest in your health, you start seeing like, I can't control these cravings. What else can I control? A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, so I really think you're a great person to interview first because you preach this, you live this, you're helping other clients preach and live this as well. I'm really going for what you're selling. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. The buy-in. You got the buy-in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. We kind of discussed it, but you're on your first month-long trip to Costa Rica all by yourself. Has this always been a goal of yours? No, it hasn't. Okay. it's uh, It hasn't been a goal of mine. Uh, what has been a goal of mine is being very intentional about designing the life that I want for myself and really taking ownership of my own happiness because at the end of the day, nobody's going to do that for me. Like nobody's going to say you know what you should do is go to Costa Rica because, you know, it's in your heart. And, you know, uh, <laughs> so I find that this is almost a representation of me being open to taking risks and me being open to new opportunities and getting outside of the, you know, the day-to-day routine, right? It's, um, yeah, it's just a representation of uh, of what I want my life to have more of, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I find we get so stuck in like the the humdrum of, you know, it's just like it becomes almost mindless, right? And we, it can be so easy to get stuck in this very ho hum life where everything is so predictable and it ca- it can get boring. Right. It it gets boring. And I find I think that's what so many of us and like me personally is craving. It's just like, let's shake things up a bit. You know, it's like you can do and you can be whoever you want to be. So get out of your own way, girl, and just go for it. 
So this is what this trip represents. You know, I made this decision back in the summertime. I'm like, it was a hot summer day. I'm like, man, like, I do not want to miss out on feeling this heat, feeling this, this way. I'm like, I am getting out of here. And I'm like, the only person that's holding me back is me. So like, get out of your way, girl, and like book the damn trip. So I booked it and I had my flights booked and like my Airbnb booked in two hours. Like there was like no overthinking about it because I think that that's where we get in our own way a lot. We start to paralyze ourselves from overthinking and like backing out of something because we say like, oh, I can't or I shouldn't do that or like, you know, it's a whole month like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) you know. I think that it's really cool what you're doing. I was going to ask, was it impulsive? But you decided back in the summer and you booked it for February. Obviously, like, I don't know if you can see in the background, but it's snowy now. So good job just getting out of the snow. Yeah, totally. This must be like very self-discovery for you. Is there something that, like, what are you learning about yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm learning how to, I'm learning how to have more balance. Um. I find, especially as a female entrepreneur, and I know that a lot of your listeners, you know, they, they're entrepreneurs. And I think that it's so easy for us to just go all in on our business and we're, our mind is so consumed with business and we use our rational thinking and we're so logical and like, so it's like, what do I got to get done today? Right. And I think we often suppress that, um, like that impulsive or that emotional side of ourselves of like just giving ourselves permission to loosen up a little bit and to really reevaluate. It's like, what am I doing this all for? Right. It's like, I am creating this business. I'm making money. Like to do what though? Like, what are you doing with it? Just to work extra harder? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I found that along this journey, I've really been um, just like experiences and people and conversations, you know, you gain such a different perspective on things. And for me, it's really helped me just see where I can, where I can personally work on just giving myself permission to have a little bit more, just like have a little bit more fun and like live a little, like that's what it is, like live a little. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't have to be so like, you know, robotic. Live yeah. a little bit. And you are still working there. Yeah. So, yeah. So when your client totally I, am. Yeah. Look what I did. Yeah. Look what I can look what you can do too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So and I think that's like th- that's a good point too, because you're right. Like I'm still working. I'm still doing all the things that I do, but in a different capacity. Yeah. Um yeah, a little bit more balanced, a little bit more yeah, play. Yeah. Work and play. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's what's going on. I wanted to know, because with lots of my listeners going away this spring, including me, I'm going to Mexico in April. And I'm going to nice. an all-inclusive resort just because it seems like the most cost-effective option. But I know yep. that when I get there, there's lots of opportunities to drink margaritas. There's lots of opportunities to eat all the desserts on the buffet and overeat. And I wanted to know if you have strategies for my listeners, for me to stay healthy, to stay on our goals when we are away this spring. Yeah. When you are just in a new environment and you don't have your your trusty like protein shakes beside you. What's what's some strategies? Totally. Well, because you're sitting here in front of me, Becky, I'm gonna talk about like directly to you and then, you know, the I know that our listeners will get something too. 
you know, really ask yourself, where do you feel like things slip through the cracks on a vacation? Because everybody's a little bit different. So, I mean, think about you personally, right? Like when you go away or when you've gone to an all-inclusive vacay in the past, I find that using your past experiences is really helpful because you get to say, where did I drop the ball? Like what becomes more of a challenge for me? So like I'm asking you, where do you find you drop the ball when you go on vacay? I drop the ball on drinking. Yep. Definitely. And I don't want like a vodka soda when I'm drinking. I want like the slushy drinks, all the high sugar drinks. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I struggle uh, like with dinner. Like I want the high fatty foods, all the pastas. Like, you know, they make the fresh pasta right in front of you. That's what I want to eat every oh, day yeah. for lunch. Yeah. For lunch too? Yep. Yeah, drinking and the pasta in front of you meals are definitely... I'm not like a sweets person. And um, I always try to eat like a healthy, well, I love an omelet bar. So I would eat the omelet bar. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So let's lean into the first one because I know a lot of of people can relate to that one. So with the alcohol, I kind of like to go deeper in asking, is it worse drinking all those high sugar drinks? What's the consequence of that? How do you feel? in your body, mentally, emotionally, physically, is it worse sucking back a bunch of slushy drinks every single day just because they're part of the deal? Exactly. Because I find even with all-inclusive, we get into this mindset of like, well, better take advantage, like I paid for this, right? But it's like, what do you actually want? Like, does drinking a bunch of sugary, slushy drinks make you feel good? Do you feel... Do you feel like you got the best bang for your buck when you went, you know, full tilt with the slushy drink? So, again, I'm asking you too, Becky, is it worth it? Well, let's say then I'm in bed early, right? I'm not like spending the time with the people I went with. Now I'm like, I'm hungover the next morning. I don't want to go sit on the beach. Like, no, it's not worth it. Um, it's like a happy moment for less- the next day of just yeah. hangover. Yeah. Yeah. So in that, it's kind of neat to, like in this example, it's kind of like highlighting the impulsiveness within all of us because we all have that. It's like, oh, high sugar drinks, like pretty little whatever pineapple thing on the side. Like, I want it. I want it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging and, uh, you know, giving that impulse some space. But there's also like, okay, what do I what do I want to do here? Because. There's an impulsiveness and I want it and it's fine. And it's so good. But there's also like, I don't feel so great in a few hours and I feel groggy and I feel like I miss out on things and like maybe I don't feel as comfortable in my bathing suit. So it's thinking about this stuff kind of like ahead of time and acknowledging both, you know, both of them. And then you get to decide because everybody's a little bit different too, right? Like some people are like, you know what? That's cool though. Like I want to keep rolling with the slushy drinks because... Maybe some mornings I'm okay with feeling groggy, but other people will be like, I don't, like, that's not cool. That doesn't jive with me anymore. I don't want to feel groggy all the time. So I find it's really helpful, like, just having a little come to Jesus meeting with yourself about stuff like that. And uh, you get to decide, like, you get to decide. And I shared this with a client the other day. I'm like, pick a number then. Pick a number of how many drinks that you feel you would be satisfied with and honor that. Honor that alcoholic beverage, whatever, guideline yeah. for the day. 
Yeah. How's that feel? I was say last trip I went on, we went to Cuba last year and I said, I went on a completely different trip than everybody else because I had two, my two kids with me. So I was in bed yeah. every night at nine and I wasn't drinking because I was having naps with them during the day. And it was like the best trip. I was up early in the morning. Yeah. We were having the pool to ourselves. Yeah. And everyone else was like groggy getting out of bed. People would come to oh. find it at like lunchtime. And I was like, we have already done so much today. Yeah. I do think it might be a little bit easier for me. But I did read a quote this morning that said, I hope the person who is looking at your long-term goals makes your choices for you today. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be my new gonna be my new mantra. Totally. Totally. So that's the kind of stuff that really makes you think. And that really is the, that's the basis of behavior change is thinking about, you know, and recognizing the impulsive side of you, but also the, you know, the long-term gain, we'll say, um, and making the choice of it's like, okay, what, what's it going to be? What's it going to be right now? And, and recognizing like you're, you are uniquely you. So your choices, like it's all about what's, what's, what's best for you. So yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, example around the alcohol. The other thing that I like to do on uh, all-inclusive vacays is set myself up for success with hydration throughout the day. So if I don't have a slushy drink or like, you know, the other day I had a margarita, it was so worth it, loved it. But I also made sure that I had, you know, a big thing of soda water with me and like carrying around my big one liter water bottle with me too. So, you know, having a drink in your hand um, and having some, like I always like asking the bartenders for um, like soda with a bunch of fresh lime or orange or grapefruit because they've got all that stuff at the bar. Even with the slushy drink, right? You can say, I still want a slushy drink, but you, can you put soda water, maybe like a little bit of bar lime and a bunch of ice and blend that stuff all together and put it in my little like whatever, like your yeah. baba cup? They'll totally do that for you. So I love that. Having that as a backup. And then the dinners. Let's like switch gears here into to dinners yeah. with the the pasta bar. Why do you feel like your eyes directly go to pasta when you go into the the dinner bar? Why do you think? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. It just I don't eat pasta at home very often. So I think I'm like, we're on vacation. Let's try something different. Yeah. yeah. And it's fresh made for you. Um, I don't know. I think it's the theatrics of the yeah. made for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the experience of it. The pasta bar. It's like you watch all the ingredients go in. And yeah, you're right. There's, uh, yeah, it's it's an experience. It's um, it's enjoyment from it. And it's different from from home and like you said it's something that you don't have a lot so yeah it makes a lot of sense that you get pulled towards that and when you go to the pasta bar I like to I like to remind myself of like yeah I'm having this impulse for for pasta and I am loving what I'm seeing here but it's also just taking a step and I like to I like to take inventory of what's there before making a like a, a choice so before I even grab a plate, when you go into any buffet, it's just like it's kind of like shopping. You want to go like think about you walking into the buffet and going shopping and actually looking at what at what's there versus just grabbing a plate and being like, oh, yeah, I want this. I want this. I want this because you get halfway down the buffet line. You're like, oh, man, like my plate's full and I still want something like way down there. That's like six feet down the table from me. So I like to go in with a mindset of like, I'm just going in here to shop. I'm going to look around, see what's totally worth it to me and 
decide on the balance that I want for myself. And pasta bar, I like to think about, you know, having a pasta with protein and adding in some veggies. The other thing that I find is helpful too is, you know what, like maybe you want a full plate of pasta. Amazing. You could totally do that. The other thing that you could do is instead of thinking as, or instead of thinking of pasta as the main event on your plate, maybe you could think about it as the side event on your plate and go grab a little bit of salad on there. Maybe like some roasted veg or something else that looks appealing to you. So it's, uh, yeah, balancing it out. And again, you get to make that call. Yeah. Now, I I know you have to get going, but can you tell us about um, the Wealth and Wellness Summit that you are hosting in Collingwood in March? Yeah. So this Wealth and Wellness Summit, it is during International Women's Week. And that was very intentional as well, because women are pillars within our community. And I also find that, I mean, women are facing some health risks and they affect our well-being and our full potential. And having a event and having the space and the networking and the community and really helping women you know, take care of themselves and finding balance within their businesses and within their personal life. It just helps them absolutely shine and show up um, authentically in their personal and their professional life. We've got a killer lineup of speakers. There's going to be nine of us there. Um, Topics from, you know, living your extraordinary life to learning more about your infradian rhythm. So it's how our brain chemistry changes through our uh, menstrual cycle, learning around how to run our business like a woman versus a man. We've got, uh, I've got a woman talking about body image and transforming our self-image and how to dress for our body shape and size and feeling comfortable and confident in our clothes. I've got women there talking around, well, I'm talking around nutrition mindset and balance within food and, you know, finding a deeper understanding or learning uh, or appreciating a deeper understanding around choices around food and fitness. And it's just going to be an incredible, inspiring, empowering event that's all around leveling up so that you can live a healthy, balanced and abundant life, whatever that means to you, because that is unique to you. So yeah, it's happening Tuesday, March 5th. It's a full day event. Uh, women's wealth in wellness and it's happening at the Georgian Bay Hotel so I've got more information on my website uh, leevandolder.com slash wealth in wellness the ticket link is on there as well but yeah it's just gonna be it's just gonna be an amazing badass event for high achieving down-to-earth women that uh, really value their health and care about having an impact I love it I'll put all those links in the show notes and um, I know you have I know you have an exciting life in Costa Rica. So I really, really appreciate you joining us for our first part of the series. And I'll probably bring you back for another part of the series. Totally. Bring me on again. I love doing these with you. I so great at these. Oh, thank you very much, yeah. Leah. Hey, listen up. Tamara here from the Clinic Club podcast interrupting. Sorry, not sorry. I just wanted to let you know that if you love this podcast, you might just love the Clean It Club as well. We are all about deep cleaning our lives from the inside out. 
digging those skeletons out of our closets, and letting go of what no longer serves us. So roll up your sleeves, dust off those life lessons, and join me and my friends as we learn how to navigate our way to a life with more love, more laughter, and maybe less piles of laundry. Find the Clean It Club podcast on Spotify.